Hi, this is Liza Jankovic with the Global FX Strategy Team um, Options uh, Group. Um, in this short uh, podcast, I'd like just to go over a couple of things that we covered in our uh, weekly publication from last Friday. So basically, last week, we've seen quite a bit of um, FX market volatility. Uh, we've seen quite intense interest in yen, especially last Tuesday. Um, and then later down the, down the road, yeah, we've seen some verbal intervention, uh, which turned out to be ineffective. So um, we're still on course as our analysts expecting for dollar yen to essentially nudge higher and eventually reach probably 147 or, or even higher. Um, later on in the week, uh, we've seen uh, focus shift a little bit more toward Euro. Um, Euro bounce team became... Uh, a bit more subscribed as we went to the uh, toward the end of the week, uh, but essentially the backdrop, at least how our, our macro analysts see it, is still uh, pretty much along the lines of the bad uh, hike backdrop for the for the ECB. Uh, from the point of the options, we're kind of more interested um, in uh, what the trading flows are showing us. And uh, we're finding some signatures of uh, limited top size structures in the yen, uh, basically dollar yen um, dominating. And then uh, we're seeing some air gap above 150. Um, another aspect is also options imply probability, which when we looked at it suggests that it's still uh, quite okay to be selling downside to finance top side in that same dollar yen. Uh, so quite a bit of the um, dynamic there going on in the options markets, which we think is still very well uh, supporting the um, uh, view from our uh, yen analysts. Um, the euro was another thing which we looked at. And uh, what we see there is that euro downside participation seems a little bit too low, um, especially if we look at the euro in the way that our macro analysts are looking at that, and that's that there should be some downside. So we think the participation is too low there and could be potentially some opportunities from that side. Um, yen surface, um, in overall, it looks quite uh, pricey. And that also means that it's quite vulnerable. Um, so look at the August. We did have quite intense price action in August. We've seen uh, volatility pricing going up sharply in August. But uh, from this point, we are seeing that August dynamic is probably something that uh, won't really um, repeat again in September, October, um, at least not to that degree. So that means that front end on the yen uh, vol curve is probably vulnerable, uh, especially if uh, realized vol starts to materially underperform, which seems to be possibly happening right now. Um, skew, uh, most of the skew term structure um, is um, pretty much above the 1.5 sigma from the point of historicals. Um, and how it got there is really that spot fall core, the realized spot fall correlations being very strong. And it was essentially just dragging uh, implied spot fall correlation higher, uh, which then now is, uh, is pretty elevated. Um, forward points, on the other hand, have tendency to push spot the other way. And we think that's uh, um, making uh, potential issues for the back end of that uh, skew term structure. So basically back end, we think it's uh, vulnerable. Um, if anything to own on the 
uh, yen uh, wall surface uh, while trying to be defensive. We think it's really the mid part of the curve and Vink specifically, which uh, not just for yen, just in general, broadly for G10, being quite uh, depressed relative to the Edamani and uh, same thing with yen. So we think that's the probably the best part to focus on. Um, one more thing just to, to cover uh, before wrapping up, and that's uh, Brazil election and potential relative value uh, opportunities uh, based on it. Uh, so what we are seeing is that uh, first round of Brazil election, which is coming on October 2nd, uh, the pricing is uh, rapidly going down. And and that's really not um, uh, necessarily a surprise considering that seems like almost for sure we'll have the second second round. So it's really just reflecting that kind of backdrop. Uh, look at the second round. Uh, historically, we've seen uh, Brazil elections realizing uh, high 40s, low 50s, at least 2018, which is kind of pretty punchy uh, election cycle. And from that point, it seems that uh, we should be lower on the second round as well. Um, so overall, um, this backdrop for Brazil election is uh, really favorable for um, basically uh, using this first uh, round election, which is uh, on course to be decreasing and then financing longer-term benign outcome. Um, and we discussed that in more detail in the in the weekly publication. The uh, other aspect is just in general underperformance of realized vols in uh, LATAM, and specifically uh, MXN and BRL. Um, that's really front-end, so basically implied versus realized uh, spread is, uh, is fairly wide. Um, and um, uh, if we consider that the um, that uh, the economists are also considering LATAM as at least non-negative type of the backdrop space. Uh, those two things together then make for a relatively rare pocket of potential funding uh, for being uh, defensive in form of relative value. So basically one side, LATAM, the other side could be something that's uh, a little bit higher beta and within the FX, but uh, definitely it seems like a pretty interesting Pretty interesting type of uh, relative value. Uh, so just to recap, <clears throat> so we've seen some deviation between the uh, trade flows and our macro view in yen and euro, uh, particularly on euro where downside participation seems a little bit light to us, especially when you consider it in the, from the point of the um, uh, macro backdrop. Um, overall yen vol surface seems vulnerable um, and that's particularly the case for the front-end walls and uh, back-end skew. <clears throat> and if uh, anything, we think that mid-curve, um, mid-curve expiry uh, out to the money strikes um, our worth owning as uh, as defensive. Basically, winks are uh, relatively cheap compared to the other money at this stage. Uh, Brazil elections pricing is uh, coming off pretty rapidly. So using first round pricing to finance benign overall uh, overall outcomes seems uh, quite interesting to us. And then finally, the underperformance of realized wall in Brazil and uh, Mexico um, uh, front end uh, front uh, end expires uh, is kind of interesting uh, from the point of uh, being really a rare pocket of funding for. Uh, potentially being defensive in form of uh, relative value. 
uh, type of trades. And we discussed both the Brazil elections and uh, these relative value trades uh, in in more details in in our uh, in our weekly publication. Well, thanks very much for for listening.